Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. All right, what I want to talk about today on today's program is staying on offense in a personal injury claim. So staying on offense, doctors. So many doctors today stay on defense, and defense is the wrong thing. They, they try to defend something before the other side has actually had the ability to defend what they're asserting. So if I assert something to you, if I say um, all people are red, um, you could start to defend and say, well, wait a second here, I got a video, I got this, see all these people, they're not red, and you start to defend instead of saying, well, can you show me how that's true, right? So, in other words, when, when a person asserts something, uh, doctor, I don't think this patient is injured. Oh, tell me, what, <laughs> what makes you think that, right? Instead, what most doctors do is, I don't think that patient was very injured. Oh my gosh, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. And they don't actually query the question. In other words, they don't clarify the question. And it's a big mistake that doctors make is they just take a question or they take a statement. They take something that somebody said and they start defending. Um, doctor, why would you use a CRMA? Well, my question would be, how else can I determine the severity and location of a spinal ligament injury? Now they may say, hey, I, what do you mean by that? So when you query somebody, when you counter question somebody, you're not doing it to be arrogant, you're not doing it as a technique, what you're doing it for, and this is the biggest thing you're doing it for, right? And this is the most important thing to get from this, you're doing it so that you understand, you counter query so that you understand where is the person at? Where is their understanding? Where is their knowledge? Right? Why would you answer a question? If a person had a question on, let's say, algebra, they didn't know anything about multiplication or addition, how are you going to answer the question on algebra and have them understand? So you counter question, you query the question so that you have full understanding of where they are, where the person is that's answering the question. Right? If, I, if somebody says to me, Dr. Kant, why would a person do a spinal ligament test, a CRMA? And I say, okay, well, do you know, do you understand, or do you believe, or do you have an idea that the ligaments are the number one cause of pain and disability in the world today? Oh my God, no, I had no idea about that. Well, we need to get that underlying understanding in. They may need to understand what a ligament is. If I go right into to answering the question and they don't even know what a ligament is, how can my answer be effective? So you use counter questioning and it's especially effective in depositions. And if you're in a deposition, the person would say, uh, well, doctor, how do we know there it wasn't a pre-existing condition? I might ask, what do you mean by pre-existing condition? Now I'm going to get the attorney's understanding of pre-existing condition. Does he understand what an active pre-existing condition is? Does he understand what a dormant pre-existing condition is? Does he understand what an exacerbation is in general, general condition? Does he understand what an aggravation is? Does he understand the difference between an aggravation and a exacerbation? 
If he doesn't understand, he or she does not understand these basic, basic things about pre-existing conditions, how am I gonna answer that question? But what most doctors do, unfortunately, is they just start going in and they defend. They go on defense. Oh, you assert, you think in your mind, you know what this person means. Instead of asking, just asking. It's the easiest thing in the world, just to ask more questions. Ask questions until you understand exactly the question that the person is asking. It was really strange for me. I, for two years, I was out teaching attorneys about ligament conditions. Right? So one day I'm on stage and I realize, well, gosh, you know, I'm assuming that they know certain things. So I basically just said, hey, um, does anybody in the room know what a ligament is? Right? Crickets. It was dead silent. I was like, oh my God, here I have been teaching about ligament conditions, this number one cause of pain and disability, how attorneys need to understand better um, the ligaments, because that's the main thing that's causing their clients to have all of these conditions that continue on. It is the number one cause of chronic pain and disability in the country today. But they didn't know what a ligament was. If they didn't know what a ligament was, then how can I teach them about ligament testing? They didn't even know a disc was a ligament. They had so little understanding of, of ligaments. So one of the things that we do is I make doctors really, really simply, highly effective communicators about the condition that the patient has, which most commonly is a ligament condition. I do that through my Smart Injury Doctors program. The doctors take and they have a very simple understanding of what the injury is, how it's caused, what it leaves behind, how you diagnose it, what the consensus is on it. So. Those doctors, and if you're one of those doctors, this is for you. Um, you are in a sea of ignorance. So before you start going and worrying about somebody and their questions and the questions they have on you, especially in depositions and trial and court, no matter what the experts are, the majority of experts in the market today don't know how to determine the severity and location of a simple ligament injury. They cannot riddle off. Oh, well, what do I do? Good, so I come in, I do an examination, I palpate, I look for areas of inflammation, I look in inter, inter, intersegmentally for areas of inflammation. I do my active orthopedic testing, which does not tell me anything about the levels, it just tells me about certain conditions that I may have. I do a motor and a sensory check on every single level. Now, if I have a motor or a sensory problem at that level, let's say I've got a deltoid positive muscle test for grade four, I know that that C5 nerve comes between the C4, C5 motion unit. And when I know that that's what's occurring, then I need to know if it's an injury state, I, I need to know that if ligaments are damaged, they cause abnormal translation and abnormal angular findings at that level. If I have it at that level, then I have a severe spinal instability at that level. I could also have disc herniation at that level. I could also have fracture at that level. Right? So I have, to be, I have to know what my injuries cause. Once I know what my injuries cause, so simply, I'm going to tell you what, you're in the top 2% of the doctors in the country. Now, if you think you're going to be a 2%er and you're going to go get agreement from the other 98% that don't really understand this condition, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to get confused because and confusion is contagious. 
So you really have to know your stuff. Once you know your stuff, it's totally okay to counter question. And in your counter question, that's where you're going to learn where the person is at. Dr. Kronk, um, why would you do so much treatment? What, what do you consider to be so much? Now, you, all I'm doing is I'm asking them to tell me what they're making a comparison to. Well, I'm making a comparison to the Croft Treatment Guidelines. What grade are you comparing it to? Well, I'm comparing it to a grade one. Okay, well, the patient falls in a grade three. Do you understand how this grading system works? Oh, no. Now you've just taught him something. Right? It's in the counter questions, though. That's what makes, that's what makes things so powerful. And if you're sitting there and you are stuck in a uh, deposition, you're stuck in trial, and somebody's, you feel like you're pinned, ask a counter question. Uh, could you repeat the question? That's a very simple one. Oh, I don't understand what you mean. Uh, doctor, um, wasn't all care at this point determined to be palliative? Good. Perfect counter question. Uh, sir, could you please define how you're using palliative? You're going to realize at that point, they don't know. It was just some term that meant, hey, care wasn't necessary. Care shouldn't be paid for. That's all they know. They don't know what the term palliative means. Right? So how do you answer a question if care is palliative if the person you're answering the question to doesn't even know what it means? So this is the stuff that makes you super, super powerful in depositions. This is the stuff that makes you super powerful in court trials. And this is the stuff that makes you super powerful in life. If you're working with an expert, right, you can counter question the expert. I, I don't mind counter questions because what a person is doing is I have struggled with the problem of ligament and ligament testing and how you do it, the best ways to do it, how you measure it for a long time. I'm very intimate with all aspects of the problem. You can counter question me all you want to. Now, a different expert, so I get experts, let's take the expert that does the IME. That expert does an IME, right? All right, good. He says, oh, the excessive motion testing wasn't, wasn't uh, necessary. Good. Now he's saying it wasn't medically necessary. That means in order for there to be an abnormal, he's saying it's an abnormal utilization. In order for there to be an abnormal, there has to be a normal utilization. So my counter question in that case is going to be, okay, under what conditions would there be normal utilization? Now I'm going to find out where they are at. Well, they just want to actually deny something. They don't have an abnormal and a normal utilization. They don't even know what it is. You realize how many experts I had and talked to that think they're ligament experts and you say, well, how many excessive motion tests have you ever done? Have you ever ordered? Have you ever clinically correlated? And the answer is zero. But yet they're an expert in this particular area or this particular field. Doctors, every single time I do one of these podcasts, it's just to make a point and to make a sort of simple point and hopefully to get you thinking about this particular topic. You wanna clarify the questions you're being asked and stay on offense. Don't, don't go right into defense. Don't introvert and go, oh, I gotta start talking and I gotta start defending something because somebody asserted something to me that they couldn't even defend. Doctors, how do I know this wasn't a pre-existing condition? I don't know, how, 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 how could you? 
How could you, how do I know it wasn't a pre-existing condition? I don't know. I don't know how to solve that for you. How could you answer that? Well, you're supposed to answer it. Well, what am I supposed to answer? Well, how do you know it's not a pre-existing condition? Well, what leads you to think it is a pre-existing condition? So in conclusion, doctor, basically what I'm saying is that you want to, you want to query your questions. You want to query so that basically you can find out and figure out where a person's at. So you know where they're at. So you can adequately answer their question. That's all there is to it. Doctors, I thank you very much for taking the time and attention. Give me your attention today. Each time we do a podcast, it's short, sweet, and to the point. Put any comments down below on the topic that I gave for you today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.